Hello, everyone. Welcome back to A Turn of Events, where we help put a positive spin on the future of your business. I'm Annette Nafe, the CEO and Creative Director of Nafe Productions. We are a strategic event production company based in New York City. We specialize in corporate, social, nonprofit, and weddings. I'm really glad that you're joining us again. I have a really great speaker that I'm really excited about. First of all, I want to tell you a little bit about what we're doing. We are doing live events, we're doing hybrid, and we are doing virtual. I know a lot of people are going more into live. We're very excited about that. We have weddings coming up, golf outings, food and wine festivals, fundraisers. We're doing all kinds of stuff. We are super, super busy this year, trying to move everybody from, you know, last year and all the nonsense to this year and even into next year. So we're doing a lot of different fun things. If you are still concerned and you don't want to bring uh, in a live event at this point, happy to talk to you about that and uh, discuss you know, what it looks like to take a live event to a virtual platform or hybrid or even do live. So we do social, corporate, nonprofit and weddings, lots of different things. So reach out, happy to discuss it with you. Even if you just need to consult about it, we're happy to talk about it. Okay, also, if you are a wedding and event planner and you are looking to start your own business or you're struggling in your current business, join us over at our Facebook group, the Event Planner Society. Event Planner Society will put um, the link to the Facebook group in the chat. Uh, and we are, it's a lot of great information. I share 30 years of my experience. I can't even believe it's been that long, but um, lots of great content. I do a free workshop, which gives amazing content. Uh, and you know, there's almost a thousand people in the group now, which we're really excited about. We just opened it up a few months ago and uh, we only allow event and wedding planners in the group. We don't allow vendors in there because we want to make it just for wedding and event planners. I love my vendors, but this group is just for wedding and event planners who are looking to start a business or are struggling in their current business and was just lots of collaboration to help grow your business and network and lots of information there. So Event Planner Society, join us over there and we will uh, get together and talk about events and all the good stuff that's going on. Okay, so my next guest is Josephine Wainer and I wanna make sure I said her name right. We had a little technical difficulty before we started and I never got a chance to ask her. So she's gonna let me know how to say her name. Josephine is the former corporate executive director, now writer and entrepreneur. Almost After almost 20 years as a consultant and global program manager within the financial services industry, in, in 2019, Josephine got her wake up call, which made her decide to take her dreams seriously. And I talk a lot about this with my event planners, taking their dreams and opening up their own business. It's always really fun. Within a couple of weeks, Josephine had resigned from her high status and well-paid job at one of Switzerland's largest banks to rediscover her purpose. She is from Switzerland, so this is really, really exciting. She made a commitment to overcome her fears and work towards creating a better life for herself. And that's what happens when you start your own business. It's all about creating your own dreams. Today, she helps other women get unstuck, figure out what it is that's truly important to them, to rediscover joy, and to set up their own successful and profitable business based on their core values. That's where her and I have amazing things in, in, um, in common there. So we're gonna have some great conversations. To create a life without any compensation cap and time constraints. I love that. 
She helps others to become brave again. And I love that. Josephine, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much, Annette, and I'm really excited to be here too. I know, and did I say your name correctly? Well, it's a little bit difficult for me too, because I'm from Sweden originally, and the, the, my last name is my husband's last name. So in, 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 like in Swiss German, you would say Vanna. So oh. in, and in, in English, it's Wanner. So it's like a little bit strange how to pronounce Wanner. it. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. may have said that, but W-A-N-N-E-R. That's how exactly. it is. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Right. Well, I'm so excited you're here all the way from Switzerland. I have never been. It's on my bucket list to go. So now I know, you know, another person in Switzerland. So I'm really excited about uh, getting there someday. So um, you have you've not always been an entrepreneur, as I had stated. So what did you do before and what made you change your career? So I we hinted a little bit that I had my wake up call and, you know, it wasn't just like I had my wake up call, like, well, it was, it was like from one day to another, but I had had this little voice at the back of my head for like many, many, many years, but I never really listened to it. I yeah. tried to kick off new things, like maybe going entrepreneur before with friends, but I didn't really, you know, dare to take the leap. But then one day in September, or August actually, it was 2019, we learned that my father had incurable cancer. Mm. And my Google research said he would have three more months to live. Oh, and that was like, yeah, yeah, thank you. And that was, that was my wake up call. And I was like, what the heck am I doing? You know, the, the corporate world had become quite toxic. It was like high pressure. I had sleepless nights. I, I had stomach ache when I woke up in the morning. And I was wasting my time. I was, I was totally wasting my time, not taking my dreams or, or the other things I wanted to do seriously. So four weeks later, I quit and I didn't have a plan B. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And my father didn't get those three months. He actually got six weeks, but I got to, so this was pre COVID. So I got to be there with him when that, when, you know, when he took his last breath. So that was, that was kind of like <laughs> the great thing about this. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's that's really, really tough. And there are sometimes it takes that. Um, mine isn't as dramatic as that or as sad as that. Um, but I, um, when I started my business, the economy had crashed. And I was scared about it, obviously, but I knew that I had to do, I wanted to do something. I was tired of working for somebody else and not getting the credit that I deserved and not making the money that I knew I could be making. I was making money for everybody else. And so um, sometimes we have those big things that happen in our life that say, okay, I need to make a change. I need to figure this out. And the fear around that, and we talk about that a lot. You know, I have a Facebook group, as I mentioned earlier, and there are a lot of, you know, uh, planners on there who are wanting to start their own business and they're very scared. You know, they have families and they have kids and they have, you know, it's a very scary place to be to want to start your business. So as I mentioning fears, what fears came up during your transition? So, so, you know, when I resigned, I was like really giddy and really excited about, you know, all the options I had. All of a sudden, I could do whatever I wanted to do. Right. That, that was my main fear. What if I choose wrong again? 
Right. What if I don't find my why or I, I'm not like criticizing Simon Sinek's like method yeah. or finding your why, but it yeah. definitely also is really scary because suppressing your wishes or feelings for 30 years or whatever, and then also becoming a mother. So the last decade I had never kind of like focused on myself and what it was that I wanted to do. Right. So that was, that was probably my biggest fear. You know, what if, what if I don't figure out what it is I want to do? So yeah. that, that was something, yeah. Well, the biggest thing is you need to do what you have a passion about. Because if you're not passionate about whatever it is your business is, you know, if you don't, if you're, there's, listen, there's not everything I love about events. There's a lot of things I don't love. Um, but I hire people to help me with tasks that I, you know, just don't have time with. Um, and they might not love it either. But at the end of the day, I will pick up a broom. I will have to, you know, I do a lot of things that I need to do, especially when I'm on site. I'll do everything. But um, I'm not above that. But there are many things that I don't like. But overall, I love and I love running my business. I love running a business, but it's it's very stressful. It's you have to be the breadwinner. I have a team. I, my team grows and grows and grows. I'm 12 years now in business and uh, it's growing and it gets gr bigger all the time. In fact, through COVID, it got even bigger, which is crazy. You would think that it wouldn't. And I didn't I didn't even know if I had a business. So um, how did you overcome that? fear so what what made you overcome you know the fear like what was that so everyone deals with fears or I actually like to call them challenges because I also think that fears when we talk about fears that hold us uh-oh that just the word so yeah. I deal with that by educating myself I um I started by you know I realized if I want to you know do something completely different, I need to become more visible. At the time, I didn't even have like a profile picture on LinkedIn. I would never ever think about, you know, posting or anything on LinkedIn. My, my Instagram account was extremely private. I probably had a post or had a post from 2013. So that was one of the first things, you know, small steps. So I did an Instagram course. I did a couple of leadership courses and I also actually did a chief happiness certificate, which turned out that that was definitely not the way I wanted to go. But that is also part of, you know, finding out what it is that you want to do. Right, right, right. So I think that, you know, I, I, I like to talk about challenges like vampires, that if you need to bring them out in the light, because then you are able to deal with them. They're not, you, you can't just, you know, make them disappear with garlic and a stick in the heart. But if right. you put them out in the light, you can come up with actions that you actually are able then to, to overcome them. And sometimes it feels like a, like a huge step or a big leap or a big mountain. But when right. you kind of break it down, it's more like small road bumps that you, that you then take one after the other instead. Right, yeah. It always feels bigger on the other side of it. So I've said this in many of my interviews that um, 
once I get over the fear, I'm like, why did I even get upset about that? Like, why was that such a big deal? Like the starting this show, I use this as a perfect example, started it a year ago, scared to be in front of the camera. I'm a behind the scenes kind of girl. I have been a been event producer for over 30 years. So I don't like being in front of a camera. I worked in film and television for 17 years. There were many times that I was asked to like, you know, take this bit part or do And I was like, yeah, no, 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 the camera's not for me. So, but once I did this show and I got over it, I, it's like, now I look forward to getting on and talking to people. And, um, and I just, I, you know, you just become more brave about and more confident about what you know and what you talk about and things like that. So it's getting, I swear, I can, I can promise you that if you have any fears about starting your own business or when you get on the other side of it, it's gonna, you're, you're gonna have all different other things that are gonna come up, right? So it, it's never like, okay, the fear has gone away and there's never gonna be any more fears about your business. It's always going to be there. You just learn to work through it differently as you're in business longer. So um, I, I know that's that's just, I, I'm just so happy though that I feel like, and this is another thing. If you have really scared about something, it means that there's going to be something big coming along. Don't you agree? Yeah, I totally agree. And, and also maybe if you are really scared about something, think about the worst case scenario. Right. What is what is the worst thing that can happen, you know? Yeah. So, so for me, it was probably, you know, would be for us, you know, to, to become completely broke, having to sell our house. Well, what could we do about that then? Well, we would sell our house before that happens and we would move into my, to my mom's maybe, you know, like, <laughs> but that's the yeah. worst case scenario, not the most likely to happen. Right. And even for right. the worst case, we have a solution if that would happen, you know? So, Right. So come up with a worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and it is scary, especially when you have a family and you're the, maybe you're the only income. It That can be scary. So uh, that's understandable. But if you are visible, you said this earlier, it's really, really important. You have to be visible in your business. And as much as you may not like social media, you have to be on social media. It's, I mean, back in the day when I was first starting, there was no social media. So you had to like, you know, and there was no meetups and there were no networking groups and there was none of that. I almost can't even remember, you know, I didn't have a business back in those days. So, but people who just, you had to mail out and market out and it was so limited. We have abundance of availability for us to be visible. So it's really, if you just, and I, when I teach my workshop, if you just follow what I tell you to do in your marketing, it's impossible not to get clients, not to, but you just have to work really hard. I mean, it never stops for us. It never stops. And even though I'm in business this long, it never stops. I mean, I, you would agree to that. I'm I, right. That's like, yeah, absolutely. And, and as you say, also you become braver, the more, yeah. because you, you train on it and you, you your kind of your your comfort zone widens automatically. And when you look back, you didn't even realize, you know. So when I did my first post, then when I when I decided oh, I need to do, I need to go on social media, I actually started with Instagram because that felt safer or less scary right. than LinkedIn. Right. And now I have no problem at all with posting on Instagram. And and LinkedIn is also becoming more and more kind of like 
yeah, feels okay to post there, you know? So also there, what is the worst thing that can happen? Usually it's that someone says no, or someone maybe sends you a bad comment or whatever, but it won't kill you. We're not, you know, we're not climbing Mount Everest here or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just becoming braver. Yeah. Right. And I teach like 10 different things uh, to market, 10 different ways to market your event. But I tell them, pick like the top two or three that you love to do and do those. And before you know it, it becomes a rhythm. I When I first got on Instagram um, and stories was a big deal, I was like, I, I can't figure this out. Like, I, I just don't know stories. And now I'm like a maniac with stories and my boyfriend can't understand what is the point of stories. He's like, why? It just goes away. I, I've tried to explain it to him, but he just doesn't understand. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So what is the most common question you get? Well, the most common question, and that is the one about money. Yeah. What do you do with the money? Right. And I guess you get that too. So why, why, what should I do? You know? And we can't tell them that. We no one can tell you what you should do, or or at least they shouldn't do. But 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 then again, like bring it out in the light. You like treat it as the vampire. What is it that you're so afraid of? What is and, and again, what is the worst thing that can happen? And then you make a plan for it, right? So is there any kind of expenses that you can cut out on today already? You don't need to kind of leave your job as I did from one day to the other. Maybe there is a different stream of income that you can do. So there are like different options that you can come up with that would work for you. Don't right. see it as kind of like a, like a hard, like a hard stop. Right. Because others have done it before you. Or be, so, so use them as inspiration and right. get over that road bump. Yeah, I think, you know, there are, um, if you are in a job, then stay in your job and find the time to start the business. I have a coaching program and I hold, so what I did with me was um, I knew how to do events, um, but I had no idea how to run the business. So I hired a coach and that was scary. I was, you know, starting a business. I had no income. I didn't know, um, you know, I had a little bit of, I had some savings and I did get a severance package when I, I left my job because I negotiated that, but um, it runs out really quickly. And, uh, and you're still scared because you're not getting money in steadily like you always did. So, and you don't know how to price yourself. You don't know what, you don't know how to, any of that. So it's a lot different running the business. So I got a coach and that helped me holding my hand through the process so that I wouldn't spend, you know, monies that I didn't need to spend. You don't need to spend a lot of money starting a business. I teach that a lot because I don't want people to spend a lot of money. You don't have to spend $10,000 on a website. Your website's going to change so many times. Oh and yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> right. Exactly. So I, you know, they just don't know that. So, and it is overwhelming with all the different things you will need to spend money. Um, and the more, the more successful you get, the more money you're going to spend because your team's going to grow and you're also going to need, you know, my coaching now is, you know, I spent a lot of money last year on a coaching program. So, um, but it's been worth every penny. So the more you spend in your business, there is some advantages to that, but we have so many resources now where we don't have to. So I think that's, um, really important. But when I got somebody to hold my hand through the process, it really helped calm me down and work through my fears. You know, your, your mindset is everything. So um, that just is definitely helped me. So um, what would you advise um, them to deal with that? Like decisions that impact um, their current financial status or family? What advice do you have about that? 
So I actually have five points that I would like to, to kind of bring out. We have touched a couple of them already, but I think we can reiterate all that. So the first one is actually, if you need someone else's approval, you need to bring them on in the process. You can't just, you know, make a decision and then make and think that they are then happy with that decision. That could be a spouse or a partner or whatever. As an example, when I resigned from my from my job, my mom was like, oh my God, how could you do something like that? And I didn't tell her immediately. I told her like weeks afterwards. I didn't need her approval. Uh, but if I would have done that, I would have had to involve her in the process, telling her how am I feeling about my current job situation and why is it that I have the feeling that I need to quit it just like that from one day to the other. And the second one is, and that might sound a little bit contradictory, but it's don't listen to other people's opinions. Yeah. They, yeah. Will, they will tell you what they feel based on their own fears and their own experiences. And those exactly. might not be the things that you first of all, want to hear, and definitely maybe not what you need to hear, right? Right. And, and the third thing is, which I think is really good, that, that what you're doing also, Annette, with, your, with, your, with this podcast is to be inspired by others, you know? Learn from others, hear about others, what they have done, but don't copy them, but use them as, you know, inspiration. Mm-hmm. And, and number four, what's the worst thing that can happen? Think about that. What is the worst thing that can happen? And the last one is what you actually said, the whole thing about the mindset. You need to believe in yourself. You can work on that with a coach, but you need to have some kind of like a basis trust in yourself. Yeah. And then when, like believing in yourself or, or your, kind of like your mindset, that it's like a muscle. You can train it. It's like when you start going for, for a run or something. It's really hard in the beginning. And the same thing about believing in yourself or being proud of what you're doing. You need to train that. You need to train how to be kind to yourself. Right. And that is kind of how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. When I, um, when I re- like started the, you know, you, you don't want to sound like you don't know what you're doing, right? Because that people are going to be like, well, if she can't run her business, how is she going to run my event? So you don't know if you're talking to them right. You don't know if your contracts are right. How do you talk about them? What's the system and all that stuff. But I remember that's why it, and as a planner, I have to have systems in place. It's going to make me crazy if I don't. Right. And so um, I just remember the first time when, um, you know, someone would say, um, you're amazing, or you did an amazing job or, you know, things like that. And I was like, it starts, once you get your confidence, it changes everything. And that's when I teach, um, the, the, the kids that I say kids, cause I'm kind of older than everybody, <laughs> but that's what I, t- that's what I teach them is when you're on the phone with the client, this potential client, I don't care what you do, just sound confident, be confident because they're, they're going to feel that if you're not sure and you're hesitant, it makes all the difference in the world. So, and when I started the show, in fact, someone wrote me today that follows and cause sometimes, you know, we don't have a lot of people on when I'm live, but I do go back and I watch them and I look at the numbers and the thousands of people watch them after, which is like, Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. But when I'm on live, you know, we maybe get 20 people at the most that come on live, but we get lots of people after. And so that's what I tell people is you may only have one person watching you at one at the time that you're talking about something, but you will, you do get a big, 
bigger audience, especially across social media. People save, you know, they um, share stuff and things like that. So don't think that no one sees. And today, in fact, um, someone that I work with who does a lot of photography for me uh, wrote me and said, I just, you know, I love your, your show. You're doing an amazing job blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm just here. I started it to help people in the industry. And so and to get myself visible. Because I thought, okay, it'll be great interview and I can talk like crazy. Everybody who knows me knows I'm a good talker. But it's easier talking to somebody else as opposed to doing it on your own. And so, and now I go, you know, I have uh, lots of times I try to go live into my Facebook group. But um, so, yeah, so it just confidence is a big thing and mindset and all of that. It, it really is. So those are really, really great tips. So what's something you failed at and what have you learned from it? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> well, I, I thought about this quite a while, actually, and I've started to rephrase it from being failures to actually being pilots. So, so independently of what we've done in the past, we still, we still kind of, we learn from them. So, you know, you pick it up and you need to continue going, learn from what you, what you, what you did wrong or whatever it was. Right. And, when I think what I kind of failed at or what I did wrong was when I didn't list, listen to my gut feeling. Always. So all, <laughs> Exactly. Always, yeah. right? I even once went to, uh, to reject a job offer. I went into, I, I was saying, oh, well, I will do this like properly face to face. I will reject the job offer because that was what my, my stomach told me, right? So I went there. And he totally talked me into it. And I, I joined that organization. Turns out it's a very toxic organization. The, the, the boss was a micromanager. So it all resulted in me, you know, losing my self-confidence and self-esteem. Like on the outside, everything looked perfect, probably, you know, very yep. high position, many employees managing a lot of things. But I felt as if I had painted myself into a corner, as if I couldn't get out. And it was really, really hard to get out of there because you also break down your confidence. And confidence is so important, just as we said before, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it really is. I know. And the one thing about um, you're talking about bad environments, that's the thing that I hated working in corporate um, is that I couldn't pick who I could work with, you know? Yeah. So I would see all these people around me slacking, you know, uh, getting all these raises, doing a crappy job and, you know, getting, making way more money than I was. And I was busting my butt and working really hard. And, and I, you know, you just personalities, people who are miserable, you walk in in the morning, you're like, good morning. Cause you know, I've tried to be like a happy person and good morning. And no one says anything. And I'm like, Oh God, I hate these people. <laughs> and so I would just close my office door and like, just, you know, they're miserable and I get to pick. That's the best part about having your own businesses. You get to pick who you work with as far as your staff and your clients. And, uh, you know, I remember the first time I had to fire a client, it was a three day event and in Las Vegas, and we were only a couple weeks out and it was just abuse after abuse after abuse. And I finally just, I called my coach. I called my lawyer cause you, you know, I had to have a lawyer and I just, it was a Sunday and I said, I can't do this. And they wrote a letter, the, my attorney wrote a letter and I got out of it and I lost a lot of money and which stressed me out because I, at the time this was early on. And at the time it was like, you know, I needed the money. It was important money. I'd done all this work. You know, I had gotten paid up to that point, but there was a lot of money on the on-site piece of it and commissions that I didn't get. 
and I ended up uh, losing a lot of money, but I felt so much better getting out of it. So you have just choices when you run your own business and you have to train people how to work with you. I, I teach that as well. It's like important. A lot of people don't know how to work with a planner and you have to kind of educate them on how to work with you. So, and I think that goes across with any job, right? Anything that yeah. you're you're doing, if you're a coach or whatever, you you kind of set your, they hired you for a reason. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I also so, think, you know, as, you know, as working as a coach, mm -hmm. the best you can also actually do for your clients, not being like rude or anything, but that is kind of like that they would, <laughs> would want to fire you because then you were asking the right questions. So right. in your case, it was definitely different because there was a toxic relationship, right? And you had like lots of guts to actually go down that road and say, I'm done with this. I'm not, I'm not yeah. dealing with this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, uh, it was the best decision I made for that, that moment. And when I was so relieved because I knew if I went on site, it was going to be 10 times worse. You know, um, I'm a, this was 10 years ago or so I'm a different person now. So, and I'm a New Yorker for 20 years, <laughs> like, don't mess with me. but, uh, and I'm a redhead. So that, you know, add it all together. It's, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> but I, I, you have to be fair and listen, we're not doing, this is, we're having fun. We're doing events. We're having fun. This should not be something so serious that, uh, you know, people are miserable and I know it's stressful. Events are stressful because one, it, they want it to be successful and uh they're spending a lot of money so yeah. but you know we've never had a bad event so i'm always confident about that and it's always going to turn out but you know it gets crazy it, you know everybody's a little crazy when it comes to the events world so <laughs> all right so when you're um when you're stuck frustrated or overwhelmed what do you do well i think it's then really important to kind of take a break and take a couple steps back yeah to I, I actually then usually I go for a walk, you know, I, especially when I'm overwhelmed because that is a little bit different to when I'm stuck. But when I'm overwhelmed, I go, I kind of take a step back. I go for a walk. I listen to an inspirational podcast and then it becomes so much easier to kind of then, even when you think that, Oh, Holy cow, this is really a bad timing for me now to take a break. That is probably those times that you need the breaks the, the most. Yes. Yes. So I try to, I work, try to work out every day and I try to do it in the middle in the beginning of my day. Cause it clears yeah. my head. You know, I have my days can be, if you saw my calendar every day, I don't know how I do it, but I feel like I'm sometimes I'm gasping and I'm racing and I, it, you know, it's, it's overwhelming, but, um, I try to work out every day. I drink a ton of water and I try to get my sleep. If I can't sleep or things are really getting on me, especially with so many tasks, we have a lot of, we have a, amazing systems in place because if I'm running, you know, 20 events at time at one time, that's a lot to think about. So we have to have great systems, getting it out of my head, the things that I'm thinking about that I need to do. I plan my days and I write you know, write down the tasks that I need to do, getting it out of my head makes me feel so much better. And I, you know, I've got lists for lists for lists. I got a list girl. So, um, and I schedule everything. I schedule my workouts. I schedule, you know, like every meeting, date night, whatever that looks like, I schedule everything. Um, and that helps me to not be overwhelmed because obviously, you know, events are, they're very overwhelming. So, um, but yeah, 
but working out and eating right, eating healthy, that all comes, you know, if you're meditating, I'm not a big, I'm not, I don't really meditate that much, but um, I do my work. I feel like I'm kind of in a meditation when I'm working out. Uh, so that does help, but yes, yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah. And I think also, you know, to create a daily kind of like a ritual, I tried, yeah. I also tried, you know, going for walks in the morning and then at the lunchtime and then after lunch and then in the evening, but realized that the only times that I, if that I really pull it through the every day is when I do it in the morning. So I said to my husband, I want to go for a walk every morning, early morning. And then my oldest son said, yeah, but you know, mom, I would, I love to have breakfast with you. And I was like, okay, so, so I'll do it after breakfast. And then my, because my youngest son come, gets up a little bit later. Yeah. So I do it after breakfast and then I go for a walk and then I come back like fully, you know, energized because then I've also listened to a podcast. I've had a little bit of a learning when I've done that. And yeah. I've spent some quality time with my children. I've gone for a walk and I, yeah, I'm like fully, fully ready to get on the date. But of course yeah. there are days when I don't do that either. When, and then you kind of like regret it afterwards. But then you yeah. need to get up on the horse again. Do it again. Don't Don't think about, oh my God, that was yesterday, you know? Exactly, exactly. I don't, you can't beat yourself up over that. And I know my boyfriend likes to walk in the afternoons. I like to do it in the morning. So sometimes I'll say, okay, I'll wait, but you better go with me or I'm going to go by myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so, and it depends on the weather. So like if it's going to rain in the afternoon, I, I've gotten to the point now where I kind of have to go and, and um, you know, I got it. You've got to take care of yourself. You have to yeah. take care of yourself first to take care of everybody else. So I think that's really important. Um, okay. So how do you define success and how do you celebrate it? Which is, very, very important. Yeah. For, uh, let me start with the celebration. And it doesn't have to be a huge thing. I actually also, in my in my own Facebook group, I do that every Friday. I reach out to my people and say, what are you proud of this week that you have done, what you have accomplished? So it can be small things, small steps. Mm -hmm. How And how do you kind of like celebrate it? Or just, you know, straighten your back and say, well, I actually did this. I'm a little bit proud of that. Right. Um, and then what, how I define success, I think for me, it is that I actually get to do what I love to do because I'm such a better person with it. I'm such a better, better mother. And when, when you're happy, you're, you're like much better <laughs> person in general. So I think right. that is, that is kind of like success to me to be able to do what you love to do because that yeah. has, that impacts everything. Yes, it really does. I know when I, I've been, you know, I've been around, uh, we've had some family stuff going on this week. And so I've been around uh, my boyfriend's children and they're all adults, but they, you know, they're, one of them said the other day, I need to call my boss. Their, their, their mom is not well. So, but I need to call my boss. And I thought, oh, I'm so glad I don't have to do that. <laughs> I'm so glad I don't have to call my boss and say, yeah. you know, I can't come in today or whatever that is, because I remember those days of hating to go in, especially Mondays were the worst, you know. I still don't love Mondays, but it's way better than I get to plan it, you know. And so yeah. um, it definitely makes a, a big decision, but and success. So, you know, it is we do seem to forget um, to celebrate our successes. And I don't care how big they are or how little they are. Um, yeah. I, and I'm guilty of that myself because you just, you get, the, you know, you put the agreements together, you get them to sign and they, you know, you just kind of keep moving on and you move, you think about the next 
client, yeah. right? And you put down your head and you continue, right? Yeah. Keep going. And you really need to celebrate. And I, I recently, um, through this whole COVID situation and, and me still having a business and going into the virtual platform and having this show and being very visible, which made a difference. People have recognized me as like the top event producer to follow or, you know, and big companies that are in my industry. And I had a lot of that happen this year. And so I may not have made, I made the least amount of money this past year because of COVID, but me being recognized was the most this year. So that's a huge success because down the road that does, um, it pays off. Right. Yeah. It does pay off down the road. And so I have a lot of people, a lot. I saw all of my, you know, my Instagram, more people followed, um, just being recognized. I'm speaking a lot more, which I, I love to do. Um, and I'm still nervous. Like, even though I could talk about events till the cows come home, I'm still nervous. I get nervous. Um, because you think, oh gosh, what if they ask you something you're not going to know? And it's never happened. And I can always, you know, there's always, I know so much about the industry that that's not a problem, but even yeah. if you tell, even if you didn't know how to answer it, who knows, right? Nobody's going to say, oh my gosh, you know, she doesn't know what she's doing. If you just, if you act like you're confident and I always say, fake it till you make it right. Yeah. Exactly. It's always that. So, um, but the littlest celebrations you need to, you know, you need to, um, celebrate whatever that is, you know, absolutely. And weekly, not just, you know, once a year, or whatever, every time. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Look, yeah. when Friday, Friday morning or whatever, take a piece of paper. I actually had a boss once. She asked me, could you please put together an email, write to me what you and your team have done the whole week at first I was like oh my god she's such you know she she just you know wants to control me I think it was because she didn't really knew what I was doing but to yeah. me so I sat there on the Friday and I put together all the things that we had accomplished during the week and that was such a great exercise because I actually saw all the things that we had done and right. that is also something you can use afterwards if you're still in corporate and you want to do it for these performance discussions or whatever you have it black on white everything that you have accomplished Right. So I don't right. do it like that today because I don't need to send send the email to anyone. But but I recognize yeah. the small things that we actually do that are great and that we have accomplished and that we are proud yeah. of. But you can post that all over your social media platform. I do that. As soon yeah. as someone has recognized me for something, my team posts that. Right. Yeah. So we create posts and we put them all over our platforms. If somebody says, if a client says something great about my company and us as a company, I post that, I, you know, look, I'm not one to, to be like braggy and stuff like that, but you need to show people what, how great you are. You need to show people yeah. that you, you know, that's really, really important. And if a client is saying something great about your company, you definitely should say something about it and you should post about it so that yeah. people can see that, you know, you did this for them and they were really grateful for that. So um, I love telling stories like that. And I love sharing, sharing things like that. Cause, and it makes me feel good. And, you know, it, it makes me feel like I'm doing what I should be doing and uh, someone appreciates what I'm doing. Cause sometimes we get clients that make us feel like um, we, they don't appreciate what we're doing or they think, so here's what happens is we do such a great job and we make it look easy 
And then yeah. they don't hire us because they're like, well, we can do this. And eventually they come back because they realize, holy cow, that was a lot of work and we never want to do that again. So <laughs> I will never change that though. I will never say, okay, I'm not going to do that much work because I wouldn't even know what that would look like. I just have a job to get done. I have tasks that we have to do and how, whatever it takes to do that, we're going to get those done. Um, and so if there are people out there that don't appreciate you, that's on them. So yeah, yeah, you just have to keep going with that. So we're almost down to the end. If you guys have any questions, please share them. This is such great. I love talking about this stuff and 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 getting through our fears and and because uh, I know there's a lot of people out there who want to start their own businesses. Um, so if you could turn back time and take it to your 18 year old self, what would you tell her? I would actually tell her to already then listen to your gut and listen to your heart, what it is that you truly want to do. Yeah. Because that is, and that was actually one of the things that made it easier for me to quit my job because I was like, I've been quite successful doing something that I don't even think is fun. You know, imagine how successful you can be doing something you love. I know. Just, just do that then. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I couldn't agree more. Go with your gut. Yeah. Um, I have always gone with my gut and it's, you know, even though I thought, well, maybe I, you know, it's funny if you went, if I've gone with my gut and maybe that didn't work out specifically, but something else came from it. But the majority of the time I always go with my gut and it seems to be the right, the right thing to do. And it may not have been that one thing that you thought it was going to be. It always may, may turn out to be something else. So, um, well, I just love talking to you so much. Thank you for joining us all the way from Switzerland. How exciting is that? Yeah, <laughs> What's thank you so much Anesh, for having me. It's, it's, I yeah. mean, you're doing a fantastic job with your, you're with so this live show, I think. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. How's the weather there? What is it? What's it like there? No, finally, after a very cold and 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 rainy spring, we get some some quite warm degrees. So this weekend, we are definitely going to pick out the the bathing suits and oh, go. Good. go to good. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's it's warm here because it's the summer here. Is it the summer there? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, thank you so much, my dear. I really appreciate you being on and such great wisdom and insight here for everyone. And uh, thank you guys for joining us. We'll be back next week. Have a wonderful week. Talk to you later. Bye everyone. Thank you so much. Bye. Here.